10 seconds. <clears throat> All right. Welcome back. You know what it is? You know who it is? Back, we're back with another podcast. It's episode six. Six. We're talking about defining difference between fitness and sports specialized function. Again, this is episode six of the Thrive AMTAP, as much talking as possible. We're going to be going for 26 minutes, or 24 minutes. All right? So we're going to start with defining fitness. So what we're looking at here is, before we even get into the definition of fitness, which there's going to be a lot of different perspectives on what this definition may be. And we're going to help to try to clear that up today as we explore what we mean by fitness and then better defining and using examples of what sport and specialized function actually is. So when we're talking about fitness and we're talking about generalized fitness, we're looking at trying to explain better, we're aligning functional fitness or generalized fitness with the functional movement patterns that we've been discussing. It's been a common thread in the AMTAPs, as much talking as possible podcasts that we've had up to this point. We, kept, we keep referring back to functional movement patterns or functionally relevant movement patterns. So it's very important that that rings clear as we're making this attempt to better define fitness and explain what the difference is between fitness and sport or specialized function. So before I dive into that, before we get going on that, I want to do a shout out real quick. I don't know if he's listening or not, but Jim Davis, we just competed at the USAPL Raw Nationals in Spokane, Washington. And I, this is an example of sport. This is an example of specializing in fitness. Now powerlifting, it will have a pretty good relationship with functional fitness because of the fact that it's gonna revolve around these functional movement patterns, the squat or sit and stand, the bench press or pushing yourself up off of the floor, and then deadlifting or picking stuff up. So it, it is a little bit more relevant in our day-to-day lives, but just a shout out to him anyway, and just like, you know, that we just got through that weekend, so. Guy Popo. <laughs> Guy Popo in the house, but so, and another thing with that is a little, little bit of jet lag coming back to, to New York, so bear with us here today. So, defining fitness, to start with this, trying to think about different modalities of fitness. So instead of just giving you a textbook definition of fitness, which there are some really interesting ones out there. If you get bored, Google them, check out Webster and stuff like that. But modalities. Okay, so we're looking at different modalities of generalized fitness. So we're looking at, to put them into simple words, three. Three different modalities. Gymnastics, weightlifting, cardio. Now I'm gonna define those a little bit more explicitly or a little bit more involved. Gymnastics, I'm not talking about walking on your hands, I'm not talking about swinging around on a bar. I'm simply talking about understanding how to move your body weight through space. So this could be something as simple as figuring out how to walk. And we we see this in people that have such regressed movement patterns because of trauma 
injury, you know, it could be a physical trauma, it could be some sort of a mental or brain trauma where they, their movement patterns or their fitness gets regressed to such a degree that, that they have to relearn how to walk. So th this is a skill. This is a skill, an acquisition of skill that we overlook and we don't consider an element of fitness. And this is also why we keep saying that, guys, everyone, you have some capacity of fitness, no matter what it is that you're doing. It's just a matter of where you're at on that spectrum. So we're talking about gymnastics as one of the modalities for generalized fitness. We're talking about walking, maybe walking upstairs. Maybe we're talking about your body weight, sit down and stand up. So a bodyweight squat or some variation of that, pushing yourself up off of the ground. So these are, these are things that are gymnastics type fitness that we're going to see on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's, it's relevant to our generalized fitness or our practice of daily fitness. So it's very relevant to our day-to-day. -day. Gymnastics is something that we see. Now weightlifting, that puts a certain image inside of our heads. Maybe we're thinking about some you know, really jacked guy or gal, and they've got all this weights loaded on a barbell and they're, you know, deadlifting, veins are popping out, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're just talking about the ability to move an object. So that might be picking up a laundry basket. That might be throwing a baseball around with your child, you know? So having the understanding, the awareness of what to do with your body in order to apply force to an external load. That's what we're talking about with weightlifting. We're just being aware and capable of applying force and moving an object through space. So gymnastics, we're looking at moving our body around in space. Weightlifting, we're looking to apply force to, a, to an object in space. Cardio, this third element it may have a blend of gymnastics or weightlifting, but I'm gonna put it on its own modality because it's, it's a different capacity of fitness. We're looking at building an aerobic capacity of fitness largely when we're looking at going for a run or walking for a longer duration, hiking, swimming, biking, stuff like that, sustained efforts of fitness that we may see in our day-to-day -day lives, whether it's recreationally or, or for training for something, it's still something that does come across in our day-to-day -day lives. We're all subject to stairs, for instance. So being that taking one step at a time, if we have to, because physically we, we don't have the capacity to climb the steps, that's gymnastics. But once we've developed a certain level of proficiency in walking up stairs, as the example as I'm using, it becomes something that's a little bit more cardiovascularly intensive. So looking at generalized fitness, I'm thinking about these three different modalities to help better express the definition of fitness instead of just giving you this one-line zinger. So all three parts that Derek explained are really good points. If someone asked me what my vision of fitness is or what I thought a fit human was, the first thing that comes to my mind, whether it's right or wrong, would be Matt Frater. Because he's easily the fittest human on the planet. Uh, but hey, what up, Matt? Yeah, what up, Matt Frazier? <laughs> Anyways, so speaking about fitness, fitness to me should be more of a generalized thing. And that's why I think Matt Frazier comes to mind and is a very good example of it. Because just becoming a better overall functioning person should be the main goal. And to do what he does, you have to, you have, to have the basics down to a certain extent, hopefully. Or he's just getting lucky, but I doubt it's that. <laughs> but 
So asking me what fitness is is a generalized, more of a generalized approach to things and not specializing. And if you ask me what sports specialization is, it's the three topics you demonstrate or talked about, which were gymnastics, weightlifting, or cardio, separated. So on their own. Fitness should be a combination of the three. So sports specialization is cool. It's, it's a cool thing to look at. You see the cool techniques that people have. Like I see on Instagram all the time, the cool deadlift and jump thing or like jumping techniques that people use or specific gymnastics or running that people use. But I don't, I see sport specific training a lot of the time, but they can't do other aspects of fitness. And what we do on a day to day basis is trying to help people get that overall function, like a squat. Maybe they're not running an eight minute mile, but they're able to function, put their arms over their head, squat all the way down to parallel, use every part of their body to a certain extent. And I think there's a clear difference between fitness and sport specific function and fitness. And it's that being fit isn't being good at one specific thing, and it's being able to accomplish multiple tasks. So if you ask Matt Frazier to complete a one mile run, and then a max effort clean and jerk, and a max effort snatch or pull-ups, he would be at the top of the field in all of those. If you ask a runner to do all of that, they'd be good at the run, but then they probably wouldn't be very good if they even could do a clean and jerk or a snatch. Not that those are like movements, like the only movements you can do, but if you asked a gymnastics person, they could probably beat them in pull-ups, but they probably couldn't maybe run as far or they probably couldn't lift as much. And if you asked a weightlifter, he probably couldn't keep up in the run or the pull-ups maybe. Like there's just, they don't, they can't keep up in that aspect. And that's why it makes sense to me that that's fitness. So like I said, it's being able to accomplish multiple tasks and any task given to you well. And being safe and being able to vary the intensity given to you of each. Specialization also within the three, why I think fitness is more generalized is because specialization can lead to imbalances and injuries. So if you talk to a lot of people get, I guess butt hurts the right word. I don't know. They get, they get hurt about calling someone the fittest man on earth, that title. And, uh, but to me, it just, it, it's right because they can do everything that they can well, if that makes sense. Hopefully it does. But specialization can lead to injuries, imbalances, chronic issues far more often than you'll see in generalized fitness. So if you're generally fit, you can do everything well. Obviously, there's going to be less chronic imbalances. There's going to be less injuries over time. Where as if you're a runner and you're just constantly running, it's you're going to find hip problems. You'll find foot problems, knee problems, things like that because it's such a constant motion. And if you have one little thing that's off with the amount of time under tension that you're using running for and the amount of repetitions per step, that imbalance or injury is going to be tenfold than it is compared to being well balanced and everything else. I do agree with it that powerlifters and runners in gymnastics in their own respective sports are obviously fit, but I just think overall fitness is something that is should should be generalized and oftentimes is confused with the three that Derek demonstrated. Yeah, yeah. And it is, it is kind of confusing because we often have this image in our head about what fitness looks like. And when I, when I say that, what I mean is, is that literally 
the physical body. We have an idea of what a fit body looks like, but we don't think about the function of the body. So, like LeBron. <laughs> LeBron yeah. was quarter squatting 140. Yeah, what up, LeBron? <laughs> no, I, lo- I love LeBron, but he was quarter squatting 140. He's one of the best athletes I've ever seen, but he can't squat. Maybe he can. Maybe he was doing it for something special. Anyway, uh, we don't. <laughs> we're not here to call anyone out. We. So, what what I was saying was that when we're when we're looking at specializing in a function. This there's just there's a lot of different dimensions to this topic, and it is something that we want to be careful about as we define these things to help better shine a light on why there's a difference between fitness and then specializing in a sport or a skill or a function. Now, definitely, we'll see some carryover, but identifying that a fit-looking body doesn't actually tell us much about how physically fit a person is. It really doesn't. We can see people that look like they are in shape and they may be unhealthy on the inside. Their systems could be straining. So that's something to take into consideration. But then we think about the functionality of the body and this is huge, this is massive. I think this is where you'll get a little bit better correlation between functionality and health or what I was saying in terms of those systems straining, like thinking about like your vital, so resting heart rate, blood pressure, adipose tissue, VO2 max, things like that, things about like the health of the body. I believe that as you are more diverse in your fitness ability and capacity, you'll see more regularity, you'll see more balance across all systems, not just in terms of the functionality of your body. So this is very important in driving home generalized fitness and understanding that there's a variety of physical tasks that you've trained your body to continue to be able to perform across your entire life. So long as you continue to train it and practice it, you continue to have those resources available to you. So sport, we may have a blend of all three of those modalities that I was speaking about initially with gymnastics, weightlifting, and cardio. It's possible that we will. Something that comes to mind is wrestling. With wrestling, you have to have an understanding of how to move your body in space. So that's gymnastics. Weightlifting, you are literally moving another person's body. And then cardio. Man, you're wrestling around with someone, your heart rate's up. Your heart rate's up, and no matter how long you're going for, you, you have to have some sort of cardiovascular health and capacity there in order to maintain that. But, you know, what does that body look like when we, have, we subject it to other things? When we look at, you know, outside of a wrestling. I, I mean, this, this is an example of where we'll see specialize, specializing in a sport, but there will be some carryover into fitness or getting fitter or, or maintaining our fitness. But we will see certain posturing, we'll see certain imbalances and the hips and the knees and some internal rotation issues and the hip and you were going to see some imbalances here over the years if we're not balancing it out. As Brandon was saying earlier, we will start to see some compromised levers and biomechanics which will lead to maybe acute injury but certainly chronic injury. 
So as we are training for something specialized, we want to continue to incorporate these functionally relevant movement patterns to make sure we balance out our physical capacities. So even though wrestling is a pretty good example of a, a specialized sport, it, it's, a, it's a good example of how a specialized sport may contribute to your overall fitness. Still being careful and understanding that we are still specializing in something and understanding what are you giving, what are you compromising in order to be better at the sport because there are certain things, if you want to be really good at one thing or a couple of things, that you're going to sort of put on the back burner many other things. That's just, that's life, man. So if you're thinking about, I want to be a really good basketball player, well, you're going to predominantly shoot with one hand. I want to be a really good golfer. Well, you're going to continue to swing from one side. So what does that do to the rest of your body? We have to be mindful. It's not just your arms. It's not just your hips. We got legs. We got low back. We even have neck things that are happening there because we're continuously looking over our left shoulder or over our right shoulder. So specializing in a sport, these are the implications of it. So as we use generalized fitness, so these are going to be the functionally relevant movement patterns that we're talking about. We'll balance out your ability to preserve the integrity of the body, the integrity of biomechanics to ensure that we stave off injury and we continue to keep the body healthy and in some sort of a balance. So that, that's something to, to really think about in terms of how sport can help in getting fitter, but also where it may be a slippery slope in terms of compromising other aspects of our fitness. Yeah, I mean, my own experiences in sports, you played soccer, right? You played soccer? That was Soccer, huge. basketball, powerlifting would probably be the biggest example of specializing in a sport yeah. and then talking about like in that, like, man, I could squat 500 plus pounds, but I couldn't do a bodyweight squat. Yeah. yeah. So. So, with my own experience in sports, especially now, like, I, I keep going back to jujitsu, but like, it's something that you almost, if I, if I didn't do what I do. I don't think I would be able to withstand like the, the beatdown of it sometimes because it's all it's oftentimes like you're practicing a movement over and over again. You're going through a range of motion over and over again, oftentimes with the same hand, and it's just because that's what's comfortable to you. And same thing with basketball. I played basketball for most of my life, and I don't know if that's specifically from it, but. Like shoulder function, my right shoulder functions a lot better than my left shoulder, and I shoot with my right hand. Just like going overhead in that motion for so many years and not really paying attention to it probably had something to do with that. Baseball, you see it all the time with pitchers, and I think it's part of the reason why a lot of them have surgery nowadays and need to get surgeries because, I mean, obviously there's a lot of other factors in that, but like imbalances are a lot of the reason why because they're throwing that one side the entire time and not fixing anything else. And very specific movements will, like Derek said, lead, or and I said earlier, they'll lead to very specific chronic injuries because things are just being repeated and repeated and repeated and the dominant side's being often overused and not properly balanced. So the question is, how do we balance that? And that's with generalized fitness. And I think that's why people need to find the difference between fitness and sports specialized function because fitness is going to be the answer to getting rid of these imbalances or generalized fitness is going to be the answer to getting rid of these imbalances, squatting, moving outside our normal range of motion, developing neural patterns that like help create better function overall and moving better side to side laterally, 
moving backwards is a big one that I see a lot of people struggle with. Like just being able to even just crawl backwards. A lot of people struggle once like bear crawls forward, they're fine with. But then once you send them backwards, it's like you just ask them to say something back. It's just like they just can't function when you do it. So being able to find a difference there and show that fitness, generalized fitness really is the answer to fixing these problems is when you'll start to see a better overall function of the body. So taking, for example, like I said, jujitsu. So I've noticed recently with a lot of we've been doing, I've had maybe probably part of the reason I'm having a hip problem, but like it's just constant pressure on that right hip. And even when I, when we do roll, so at the end, after the beginnings kind of based towards practicing the movement. And I think, like I said, jujitsu is a really good example because it's specializing in being in specific movements, but you're all, most of the time when you're comfortable, you're going to be going to your dominant side. So you practice a movement with your dominant side. And then when you go into rolling towards the end and you're actually like in a physical quote unquote altercation with somebody, you're favoring that side constantly. You're not really thinking about, uh, all right, let me use my left side here while this guy's trying to choke me out. You're just going to what's going to feel right. So it just creates these imbalances throughout. And then if you don't work on that outside of it, that's when injuries are going to happen. That's when we're going to start seeing uh, decreases in movement patterns, decrease in function of movement patterns, and you're just going to break down overall. So seeing that, and like I said, basketball as well, baseball, things like that, and just trying to break it down from there. Yeah, yeah. It's really important that we do the best that we can to be mindful of the, move, the various movement patterns that we subject our body to. And when we apply intensity to them, what happens? So seeing compensation, seeing compromised levers, seeing compromised biomechanics. And this, this is something that just because you may be practicing generalized fitness doesn't mean that you're exempt. You know, you can still bounce out of the bottom of the squat and lose tension, or you could still favor your right hip even though you're doing a, bio, a bilateral movement pattern where you're using both legs, both hips, everything like that. It doesn't mean that you don't have an imbalance that exists there. So whatever it may be, it's we're, it's very important to us that you, that you guys as listeners understand that we're not saying that specializing in a sport or some sort of physical function is a bad thing. What we are encouraging you is to see it as a specialization and understand that there are implications to that. And that's not necessarily negative ones, but they, they do exist. You could be the best golfer in the area. You could be the best golfer, you know, you could ever. <laughs> but understand that as you're, 16 seconds. as you're golfing, that there, is, there are certain things that you lend to that movement pattern that you sort of sacrifice in a way in order to be very proficient in that particular movement pattern. So whatever your sport may be, whatever it is that you do, whether it's you know running or golf or baseball, basketball, always consider and challenge yourself to go outside your comfort zone in terms of movement patterns that are, that are challenging. Don't just be like, oh, this is uncomfortable, so I'm not going to do it. Explore that, understand why that is, and if you don't have an answer, contact us because we'll help you out. 
We're, we'll help Fire you. <laughs> we'll help you see why it's a movement pattern that's uncomfortable and where that imbalance lies and what scales and progressions you can do in order to be able to perform those movement patterns. So just keep on moving, generalized fitness as well. Keep on reaching out and try to continue to develop as much fitness as you can. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Really. Yeah, for those of you that do tune in every episode, we appreciate it. Uh, we'll be doing this again every Wednesday. If you guys have any topics that you want to hear us talk about, anything like that, reach out on Instagram. Instagram's at Brandon underscore Thrive Fitness Wellness. Uh, Thrive's Instagram is at Thrive Fitness Wellness. Like the Facebook page. Videos on YouTube, Instagram all the time. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, please reach out. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Peace.